This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad to have you here today. Let's all join with a deep breath in and a deep breath out. So there is so much going on right now. It's getting pretty intense. But let's just shift our mindset and our energy to focus on gratitude. Depending on where you are in the world, you may have, and depending on if you celebrate, you may have just celebrated the um, holiday Thanksgiving. So let's think of five things that we are grateful for, five things that we are thankful for. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the listeners. I'm grateful for the light workers, the star seeds, everyone out there doing their part. I'm grateful just for the ability to communicate like this, for technology, for so many different things. I'm grateful to have had a vegan Thanksgiving. No animals were hurt in the process. I'm grateful for that. So just think about five things you're grateful for and practice that for the next 30 days and then check back in and see how you feel. So there's a lot happening right now um, in the world at large, in the universe at large, probably in your own individual lives, just a lot happening. And um, yeah, just know that it's all going according to plan. (laughs) Even when we don't understand, even when we don't see the rhyme or the reason for things, everything has purpose. And so um, if you do have any topic requests that you like to hear, please send those in. Please let me know what you like to hear. Um, And if you want to be a feature, if you want to collaborate, please let me know how we can join together on that as well. Um, And if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Videos are being posted from previous seasons and will be updated as this one comes out as well. So please check that out. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, please do that as well. I did notice that, uh, I noticed at least particularly with Apple Podcasts that it's, for some reason, it doesn't release right when I release the episode. It's like an hour delay. So if you want to be the first to hear it, I know Spotify, it it just goes right through. So um, definitely turn on the bell notification if you're having trouble finding these episodes or locating them, uh, please check that out. Also, if you haven't already checked out the merch store, please get your merchandise. Merchandise is there. You can always leave me a review, a comment, etc. You can follow me on all the social media platforms or most of them at least. And uh, send me a comment, send me a DM. Just holla. (laughs) Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? And, you know, this is the season of giving. This is the time of reflecting. And um, donations are always appreciated, especially during this time. And I also know that there's a lot probably happening in everyone's individual world. So if you can't necessarily leave a donation, share these podcasts with your friends, with your enemies, with whomever. Um, Share it. Keep listening. All of that helps grow this empire and if you want to be a part of the empire that is being built from the ground up if you want to be a part of this empire where we can work together to create something new something for all of us
please reach out looking for healers, looking for anyone who is understanding this age of Aquarius we're going into. So anybody who resonates with that, whatever gifting you want to give and collaborate with, let's do it. Uh, All is welcomed here. So there's a lot going on right now. Dreams could be really heightened as well. So if you, your subconscious has just been taken over and you're kind of wondering like, what does this mean? What is this, what is going on? Why is this showing up? Um, A lot of things are being processed and sometimes things are too intense to process in our waking life. So they're being downloaded through our sleep and our dreams or our nightmares, our night terrors. Um, If you're experiencing any of that and maybe you want to get a second opinion or maybe some insight about your dream, I do offer dream interpretations available as well. Those are based on donation-based, along with my counseling practice. It is all donation-based. So if you are just having a really challenging time right now, either with dreams or with just life in general, this is the season of holidays and festivities and magic and everything wonderful. But where there is light, there is also darkness. And so during this time, energetically and just collectively, there's the ability for more light to, light codes to come down to the earth. But where there is more light, there is often more darkness. So perhaps this time of happy seasons is not as happy for you. Perhaps you are estranged from your family. Perhaps you feel alone. Perhaps you just feel stressed to the max with everything going on and all the responsibilities and all the spinning plates. And you just need a space to just process and to just breathe. I would encourage you to reach out to get assistance on this journey through counseling either with myself or with some other practitioner. All good. And same with the dreams. Um, If you're kind of wondering how does that process work, Well, let me explain it a little bit more. So if you reach out either via email, via social media, text, fax, however, and you just to say, you know, you're looking for a dream interpretation, um, I'll respond within, you know, 24 to 48 hours, let you know. And there has been a little delay because there's a lot going on. So thank you all for your patience for some of you who reached out and I responded back a little bit of delay. So thank you for your patience with that. Um, But with the dream interpretations, you basically reach out and, you know, just say you're looking for a dream interpretation and you can also book it on the website. So the website is listed in the description. It's also listed on the link tree. So you go to the counseling page or you go to the tab that says dream interpretations and you can find that as well. Once you reach out or book a session, um, you get an email from me. And there will be a file included. The file is basically just giving me consent to interpret your dream. And it's basically just telling you that, you know, you're going to be recalling your dream. So it could be depending on what kind of dream it is. It could be traumatic. It could be embarrassing. There's no judgment here. So feel free to share as much or as little details as you'd like to share. Um, Whatever you guys are comfortable with, totally fine. But the more in-depth of the dream and the more understanding of what's going on in your personal life can help me understand more and receive more information and and deliver it to the source to receive downloads back from it. Um, And the way you'll receive your dream interpretation is, um, you know, after you do all of that, you'll receive your dream interpretation in an MP3 format. 
So it'll be an audio file. It'll be a recording of me um, expressing the interpretation that I received from your dream to you. So it'll be something you can play for yourself as many times as needed. It'll be something you can keep or discard. Totally up to you. So that's a little bit more about how that process works if you're interested in that. Um, Also, if you are looking for music, maybe music lessons or instrumental music or audio production, songwriting, that's all available on the music website listed also in the description and on the link tree, I believe. So you can check that out. And if you haven't already gotten your Christmas time EP, what you waiting for? Go get that Christmas time EP by the artist we know and love, Mary J. Wanna. So go get that. Um, just enjoy this time. But as I mentioned, this can be a time of upheaval. This can be a time of a lot of traumatic events happening. So sometimes the holidays could be really great or it could be really stressful. So both are valid. Both are experiences that many people may or may not be experiencing. So just be kind to one another. You never know what anyone else is dealing with. So let's all do our part to be kind to ourselves and be kind to others. And um, we had a lot going on astrologically. We just had eclipse season, which you can still probably feel the effects of that. A lot of shadow work, a lot of just dark energies surfacing up. And you're seeing that happening in the physical world at large as well. But we also just had a new moon. And, you know, I did an episode for the new moon in Sagittarius a while ago seasons ago. So you can check that out. And I also watched the um, Moon Omens, uh, Sagittarius New Moon reading. And if that resonates for you to check that out, by all means, I'll include that here on this episode so you can check that out if that is something you're interested in. But um, it's the first new moon after the eclipse season. So it's kind of like a new dawn has arised. And it can take a while for the new energies to settle while the old energy is dispersing. So right now, if you are in um, the Northern Hemisphere, you'll notice certain things are happening because it is the winter time. And where there is a shadow, there is also a light. It takes light to cast the shadow. So light and darkness cannot exist without each other. So it's important to understand the balance that's happening as well. So I want to, before we take a quick break, I want to Have a moment of silence for those who are grieving right now. Um, If you are in America, North America, I should say, or well, just America, not not necessarily Canada, but if you are affected by the mass shooting that just happened in Colorado and the other shootings that are happening around the globe from the previous state I used to live in, literally happened in the city that I used to live in at a Walmart that I used to shop at. So if you are in close proximity to any of these things, or if you're just affected by them, either by just being an empath or directly or indirectly, I wanna just have a moment of silence. So would you please just join me in taking a moment? Thank you. So there's a lot going on in the world. It's not fair that people would have to be grieving during a time that they should be celebrating. It's not fair that so many people are being targeted for their orientation or for any discriminating factor. 
So they say life doesn't get easier, you just get stronger. But I think that that could be such a trauma response to just get tougher and stronger. Maybe we just need to make the world a little bit more gentler than what it is. So we're gonna take a quick break and um, just think about how we can all do our part on this journey. And so let's take a moment to just recollect, dive back in, know that however you feel is totally okay. Know that you're never alone and know that we're going to get all through this. We're going to get through this. Fret not. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad you returned. So glad you guys stayed. Let's keep it going, shall we? So, um, Anchor recently dropped this new feature called Enhance. It's supposed to be, um, to take out the background noise. Now, this is not an ad. (laughs) I just realized it could have sounded like an ad. It's not an ad. But, um... I noticed that I've had a little bit of an echo, so if there's still an echo, please let me know. Uh, Hopefully this will help take care of the issue. I tested it out. It didn't seem like it helped, but too much, so we'll see. Still need to get some styrofoam or some acoustics adjusting in this room. But um, anyway, (laughs) it's all good. So if you've listened to the previous episode, the previous episode was all about our Chiron wounding, our Chiron placement, the wounded healer's journey. Well, additionally to that wounded healer's journey is the solo dolo journey. At least that's what I'm going to call it. (laughs) And that's what I've been calling it. (laughs) So, um, you know, there are some paths that you just have to take on your own with no friends, no family, no partner, no, just you. doesn't mean there won't be people who help you but it's a very individual path. And um, I feel like we don't really know who we are until we've spent time alone, spent time in solitude. And if that makes you feel nervous or anxious, I did an entire episode about solitude. So please check out that episode. It'll be also in the recommendations uh, description. Um, So yeah, you know, I just mentioned the fact that right now the holidays are coming up, which could be time of peace and bliss and joy for some, and also maybe compound with trauma and stress and being around relatives and being around different things that are maybe not suitable for you. So normally during the holidays, that's when people do reach out for assistance. So if you need that assistance, doesn't mean you're weak, doesn't mean you fail, doesn't mean anything about you. It just means We all need help on this journey. And um, especially during the holidays, the holidays can be the source of being triggered the most. So when we are triggered, that gives us an opportunity to learn where we are still needing healing. So I mentioned on the previous episode, um, you can also check that out, but I mentioned where my Chiron placement is and my journey into healing those wounds. But I also realized I focused primarily on the paternal wounds, the parental wounding, But there was also a wounding that was established from my sibling as well. And that wounding was the wound of betrayal. And 
as you might have guessed it, it also correlated to other journeys I've been on, such as the twin flame journey, that those things had to happen on my journey to help me integrate it. So whenever someone triggers me, hurts me, abandons me, betrays me, whatever, I know that it's not them in and itself. I know that that is an opportunity for me to learn, okay, how can I integrate this more? And it doesn't take away the fact that it's painful. It just gives an opportunity to to see these things that when people do things to us, it's either one or two things. It's either a reflection of them and their unprocessed wounding and their projections onto us, or it's usually a catalyst of both, <laughs> us giving us an opportunity to realize where we still have wounds, where we still are having those receptors that I mentioned. Those receptors are outward so we attract situations, people, places, things that will trigger the, that initial wounding to help us turn the receptors inward. So when someone triggers me or hurts me or whatever, I ask myself three questions. I ask myself, um, dang, did I really just forget them? <laughs> I ask myself, um, number one, what is this telling me about myself? What is the lesson to learn? Then I'll ask myself, um, man, I really, I should have wrote this down. Dang. I'll ask myself, it's like right when you need it. Where, where is that information? Right when you need it. Um, but basically I'll ask myself, what is, this, what is this really triggering? You know, because people are reflections of something that's within us for the good or for the not so good. So it's all a reflection of, okay, this, this isn't the actual wounding. This is just the link in the chain. And so... I'll ask myself, when did I first feel this way? I'll ask myself, when did I first experience having this done to me? And then I'll ask also, when have I done this to others? So if I experience some type of pain, some type of rejection, some type of whatever, I'll ask myself, what is this teaching me? When has this happened before? And when have I done this to others? And that will give me so much insight of how I need to heal and integrate it. And so um, I really should have wrote those questions down. They were good, too. I guess it's back in the catalog now. But when we go on this solo dolo journey, um, and the reason I, I also wanted to mention the, the wounding that happens is because um, our traumas help us, aid us in our purpose. So... When we've been really utterly broken, shattered to pieces, it gives us the opportunity to rebuild ourselves. It gives us the opportunity to know ourselves even deeper and to love ourselves for all those scars, all those things that we might want to hide away or think that, you know, they're not as important. They're all valuable. But we don't really find that in the crowd. There's a sacred text that talks about the narrow path. And I believe that narrow path is your way home, your way home into yourself, your journey into self-love. And it compares the narrow path. Let me, let me explain it like this. Have you ever gone into a park or to the forest or to nature? You went on a trail and there's a path that most people take. So it's paved. It's either got gravel, cement, asphalt, one of the things, you know, that is paved. It's, you can tell many people have walked this path before you because it's such a smooth road and everyone's good on it. But then if you look out into the trees, you'll see 
narrow paths, little smaller paths. They're not as defined as the, the wide one. They're a little harder to find. And that's what the journey into self-love is, is you find a narrow path that takes you off the road that everyone else travels. Everyone else tells you, you know, do what everyone else is doing. Go to school, get married, have kids, da-da-da, live that life. But when you actually divert from that path and go, well, wait a minute, what is it that I actually want to do? What am I actually here for? You go on to a narrower path which can be very lonely because there's not a lot of people that walk the narrow path. If you've ever walked a path or a trail or in forest, you'll notice that the narrow path is not the smoothest one. You got branches hitting you in the face, you walking through bushes and everything. It's not the smoothest path because not a lot of people have walked that route. So you're, you're trotting on a, an un, uncharted territory now. And those are the trailblazers. Those are the light workers who who go into those paths. And so the solo dolo journey is essentially finding that narrow path, which is going to lead you home to yourself. And so, um, you know, unfortunately, if you don't know who you are, the world will definitely tell you. And so we've all been conditioned since youth. We've all been conditioned. It's part of our our psyche is part of our survival instincts is to be relationally dependent on people. It's not a bad thing. It can become tricky, though, when we make people and other things the source of our happiness or the source of getting our needs met primarily. It doesn't mean that we don't need people. We definitely need each other, but we also need ourselves. So if we focus so focus on our relationship with others and we forget the relationship with ourselves. We can feel lost, we can feel confused, we can feel numb, we can feel just a host of many, many different things. So, um, for an example, we, we are conditioned to be dependent, and I'll say more so codependent. It can lead more to codependent behaviors where we seek people and connections based on a lack within ourselves. So you'll hear people with the rhetoric to say, you know, go find your other half. Go find, go find the person that's going to complete you. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm complete on my own. I'm not looking for a half. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I don't necessarily follow that same mind frame. But a lot of people will try to get others to do that or to have to teach that belief system that that's what you should look for and aim for in life, especially when it comes to partnerships or friendships. But what happens is it creates a false impression. So it can create codependent dynamics. Now, codependent relationships are abusive in nature. More importantly, they're abusive to yourself because you're sending the message to yourself that you're not enough. You're sending the message to yourself that you need someone or something else to fill the void within yourself, which is an absolute lie in my opinion. And so... What I think needs to be happening more is to teach people how to really love and integrate themselves so that they can be whole and dependent, or whole and interdependent more so, so that they're not seeking people to use them for their qualities that they feel they lack. They're not seeking others to benefit off of riding their coat chain, riding their coattail. You know, it's not going into connections with the false pretense of, I'm going to get this, you're going to get that. It's actually going in it from a genuine place of, I just want to be around you because you add value to my life. Not that I need you to be here. 
I choose you to be here. I want you to be here. But if you're not here, I'm good, (laughs) you know, and that creates such a strength within self, which if you haven't noticed, the world isn't really here to foster your strengths. It's kind of here to tear them down. So you have to be responsible for fostering that strength. And I think the way to find it is to be on your own for a period of time, to spend some time alone, because most people have a fear of being alone. And I believe, I mean, it can show up many ways, but for some, it's they don't want to be alone because they don't even like themselves. So if you don't like yourself, how can we expect others to like us? You know, that's kind of like, it's kind of a, not a fair bargain there. <laughs> so from a young age, we are all conditioned and programmed in this matrix. And um, I'll give an example. An example is a young man, uh, his male role, mo- role models are authority figures tell him, man, you don't need to worry about learning how to cook. You get you a wife, you get her to cook, you get her to clean. You don't got to worry about, you know, taking care of the kids. Get a wife. She'll take care of them. Don't, don't even worry about that. So this man seeks a wife to cook and clean for him. Now this person, this woman, I'm just going to use traditional stereotypes. This woman it doesn't want to be that. She doesn't want to cook and clean. So he tries to force her to. He tries to control her to. Needless to say, this connection breaks up. They don't, they don't last very long. So he's like, okay, I need to find someone else to do this for me. So he finds another woman to cook and clean and raise children for him. And so he gets in the connection and he finds someone who's like, yeah, I'd love to cook and clean. So he avoids never having to learn that for himself. They have children. She's the best mother in the world, right? She's a home, stay-at-home mom doing all these great things until tragedy strikes. <laughs> tragedy could be a number of things. Could be they get a divorce, could be separation, could be transitioning to the other side. So let's just say tragedy strikes. Now this man is on his own. He's got 2.5 kids. He don't know what to do with them. He don't know how to cook. He don't know how to clean. He don't know how to provide for himself or anyone else. So now he's trying to latch on to someone else to take care of all of these things he lacked in himself. So that's kind of an extreme example, (laughs) but that set him up for failure. You know, the people who would either prime him that way or for him to even maybe listen to that advice, primed him in that way that he was susceptible to be in that situation. So another example, women are taught the message You don't need to learn how to change no tire, girl. You don't need to learn how to cut that grass. No, you're going to get you a man. You don't even got to work, child. You don't got to work. Get you a man to provide for you. So this woman, now we can call her the gold digger. She comes out of nowhere and she's just using all these guys. She doesn't really want to get to know them. She doesn't really care. She doesn't know what they do for a living. All she knows is you know, I'm, I'm thinking of right now the Jetsons, the intro, vid, the intro video to, Jetson, to the Jetsons show, the cartoon, where Jane, his wife, literally just grabs his wallet and like is like, bye, I'm going to the store. So now he's feeling used. He's feeling resentment, right? But now, again, tragedy strikes. He either leaves her by one means or another. And now she's feeling really lost, really, really lost, because now 
all the things that she was dependent on that person for, she has to learn for herself. But now it's at a time where it's really crucial to learn these things. So I say all of this not to shame anybody, not to call nobody out, but to say we set ourselves up with the limits that we place on ourselves. And the way to avoid that is to really understand who we are first and foremost before making big life decisions. Really understand who we are. What are our truths? What are our weaknesses? What are our strengths? What things are challenging for us? Where are our triggers? What is us? What is not us? So we can know where we begin and where others end. So we can understand that we're not having this energy of codependency. Because what can also happen is people can be very codependent, attract a narcissistic uh, situation, and then either flip into being the victim. We have to take accountability in order to grow beyond where we've been. We have to recognize that the codependent and the narcissist are exactly the same. They just carry, they carry the same traits, but display them very differently. They have the same, usually the same trauma wounding. They just operate differently with it. So being able to understand that we all hurt each other, we all have a shadow, we all have a light, and being able to take that responsibility to not necessarily blame anyone or anything for our situation. So when they say, know thyself, know thyself and to thyself be true, that is important. That is extremely important to know about oneself. Because if we don't know ourselves, we either can operate with a false pretense of who we are, and we can always feel like an imposter in our lives because nobody really knows us, nobody really understands us. Now, for me, in my personal opinion, being misunderstood is the loneliest feeling ever. So um, just using myself again as an example is that, you know, for me, I would rather be alone than around fake company. I would rather be alone than around people that misunderstand me or that don't know me because that feels just as lonely as being by myself. And if I'm by myself, at least I can control what I'm going to do. I don't have to anticipate someone else's behavior. I don't have to, you know, be on guard in a sense. So, and at the same time, we need each other. So it's important to find the right people, but the way everything works is through energy. So if we have the energy of that baggage of codependency or lack or any of those limiting beliefs, we attract limits to us. So we have to free ourselves from those limits. And so, um, again, as I mentioned, uh, my Chiron wounding being um, from my relatives primarily and being unlovable, that primary wounding, once I was able to integrate that, instead of having the mindset that Love exists, but not for me. I can now understand and choose and pursue situations and adopt the mindset that everyone deserves love, especially me. I can truly say that and know that and believe that and operate in that energy to attract different things. But as I've mentioned, our wounding, our traumas have a purpose. So, um, you know, for me... Understanding, understanding the way these traumas help us. So, for example, um, as I've already stated, if anyone has been estranged from their relatives or family, whatever they consider them, and it's painful, it's extremely painful in the beginning. 
I know people might hear me or know me or think that it's easy to be on your own or to think that it's easy to be away from your relatives. It's one of the most challenging things ever. You know, there's a false impression that if you aren't around your relatives, you love them less or that you don't care. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's not that I love my relatives less. It's just that I love myself more. And so making choices from that place really aligns me with what is in my best and highest good. And so, you know, we just had the holidays come up and we still have more coming up. And in the beginning, it was challenging for anyone who's ever had to be away from their cohort group. It's not easy. So just know that you're not alone. And honestly, it's been in my times, I've gone through the darkest times on my own. And it's honestly been in those moments that I've realized I'm never truly alone. Spirit always sends someone or something, always. Whether it's a butterfly flying past, whether it's a synchronized number or a song playing on the radio, I realize I'm never truly alone. But you don't find that out in the crowd. You don't really find yourself in the crowd with all the noise going on. You don't find yourself when everyone's telling you who you should be, what you should do or not do. You got to find that on your own. So if you're on that journey of solo dolo, I encourage you to keep going. Know that it does get better. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, you know, I had to realize certain things also about myself is that because of my own trauma, that it could produce this feeling of uh, wanting, I could have that savior mentality, wanting to save everyone, wanting to help and rescue everyone. That's not my responsibility. That's not anybody's responsibility. Everyone is in charge of their own life. And that's why it's a solo mission. No one can do it for you. It's, it's, un, it's cruel to want others to love us for us when we won't do that. We won't love ourselves. It's cruel to want others to give to us what we aren't willing to try to give to ourselves. I'm not saying find, don't find people whose strengths balance yours. Of course, definitely. I encourage that. But I'm also saying not to go into it with the idea or assumption that this person is going to complete this or this situation is going to complete this or now I found fulfillment because of this. Having to understand that we can actually sharpen our weaknesses, our challenges, we can overcome them. I choose to operate with the mindset of, now I, I use this loosely, this word, or this phrasing, but making my weaknesses strengths and my strengths into perfection. Making my weaknesses into strengths and my strengths into perfection. Now I say I use that phrase loosely because perfection is an illusion. None of us are perfect. So it's not that I'm striving for perfection, although I do have a perfectionist mindset at times, most times, <laughs> but it's more so striving for excellence, knowing that your best is enough, knowing that you are accepted right where you are, knowing that we all are a work in progress and a masterpiece all at the same time. Simultaneously, we are everything and nothing, and it's beautiful. So I say all this, um, because it's been helpful on my journey. And going back to what I was stating is realizing that part of my purpose, you know, wanting, realizing that I've always felt like a counselor intrinsically, 
before I even knew what that meant, before I knew therapy, before I knew anything. I was always operating in that without realizing it. And um, it's because of my particular temperament and also because of my traumas I've endured. It's helped me want to help others. But also knowing that I'm not here to fix people because I don't see people as broken. I see us as healers, all of us. And so my wounding being in Chiron, it was more challenging to relinquish that mind or to receive that mindset when it came to my relatives. And I had to realize just recently that savior mentality I had with really wanting to save my relatives in particular, it triggered feelings of failure within me because of my perfectionist mindset. It made me feel like I couldn't save them. I couldn't get through to them. I couldn't get them out the matrix. They're still stuck in bondage and I'm free. It's my fault that they're stuck. No, it's not. And I had to really drop all that burden to realize everyone has their own choices. Everyone has their own uh, purpose. Everyone has their own path that they need to go down. And everyone has their own process. So when I was younger, it was something I really struggled with because I really wanted to save them. I wanted us all to be free and live in peace and harmony until I realized that wasn't going to be possible. You know, and it was challenging at first. And I thought, if I just hope enough, maybe a miracle will happen. Or if I just love them enough, maybe they'll love themselves. Maybe, maybe, no, no. <laughs> you just got to stop with all that uh, maybe and <laughs> all that. One, a friend of mine once told me that hope is like an empty wallet. <laughs> so I had to realize that the hope that I had, I needed to place within myself. I needed to put my hope where it actually, <laughs> my hope where it would actually yield the best results, which was not in places that barren, were barren. You know, it was like, okay, let's, let's keep, let's learn from this. And so, um. I realized that I wasn't here to save the world, but I was here to show the world how to save itself. And that's all we, any of us can do. We can't change anybody. We can't force anybody. It's, it's, though people try, you can't do any of that. You know, so you have to let go. And I had to realize that my savior mentality was a form of control. That was me trying to control connection, to gain that connection from the people who hurt me the most. You know, it was if I can, you'll, you'll hear it. If you hear the Chiron episode, you'll understand a little bit more how this connects. But it was understanding that that was my version of if I can heal them, then they'll be safe enough for me to be around. If I can heal them, then they're aligned to me to be in the same space. But having to surrender and to release that to say, if they heal themselves, great. If they don't, great as well. And so once you go on the solo journey, you realize that you have all that you need, that you have always been enough, that you've always been worthy, more importantly, of your own love. And so the whole solo dolo journey is really about self-love. It's truly about self-love. And, um, you know, it was inspired, the name was inspired by an artist, Kid Cudi, which is the real reason why I brought up um, the sibling wound that I mentioned a little while back, because when I was younger, my sibling was like my best friend and we loved some Kid Cudi. I still love some Kid Cudi. But just as the great wise Bob Marley once said, 
Your worst enemy could be your best friend. And your best friend, your worst enemy. So I'm going to leave that there. But I don't leave you all empty-handed. So um, if you haven't already checked out the uh, previous episode, behind the scenes episode, you'll find the manifest that shit (laughs) playlist. (laughs) And so um, if you've been on that manifesting journey, uh, hopefully it's going well. But if you're still coming against some roadblocks and still finding these hurdles and feeling maybe stuck or not understanding why your dreams are not coming to fruition in the ways that you like, don't give up. Another step in manifesting is your identity. Your identity and the way you feel about yourself really plays a big role in the way you manifest, which just reminded me of a book that I recently randomly picked up. The universe is so good, so good to me all the time. So thank you. Because I picked up, uh, I just randomly picked it up, flipped to this random page. And of course, as synchronicity would have it, It was a page talking about exactly what I'm talking about right now. So I'll read that and I'll let you know what book that's from in a moment. But um, the way that you feel about yourself, the way you view yourself, the way you love and care for yourself is really going to help shift what you can manifest. Once you change the receptors within you, change the frequency within you, you could attract anything you desire. And so really understanding how to get yourself on that page with yourself is going to help you. So in combination with manifesting and listening to the Manifest That Shit playlist, also, if you've already downloaded it already, I'd recommend periodically checking back in. The way I do playlists is it has to, it arrives to me, the songs arrive to me. So I have added a few more songs, whether you've downloaded on Spotify, Apple Music, or maybe you've taken those songs and put it somewhere that you prefer to listen to your music all as well is yours to do with. So in addition to manifesting, I've created another playlist. Many, many, many moons ago, I created this playlist and it's helped me on my journey into self-love and perhaps it will help you as well. And it is titled Solo Dolo, (laughs) hence the name of this entire episode. Um, And it's really a journey into self-love. So it's great to utilize if you're practicing self-love and trying to get yourself into the mindset and the vibration of loving yourself. Maybe you feel resistance to loving yourself. Maybe you feel irritated that you have to do all this work. It's okay. I know it's not fair, but it is okay. You're here for a reason. You can do this. Or perhaps you've just experienced heartbreak. You've gone through a very difficult relationship and you're in that between phase trying to get back to yourself and trying to understand who you are where this all fits in and your heart broken. This is another great playlist to help mend your broken heart, to know that it does get better. And I don't say that to minimize your heartbreak, but your heart will heal. You will love again. It will be okay. Um, Perhaps you just feel like you feel lost. You feel like you've forgotten who you are and you're trying to remember, you're trying to find yourself. Or maybe you never, you felt like you never knew yourself and you're asking that pivotal question, who am I? Who am I? Who the f- am I? <laughs> I don't know why he said that that was not necessary. <laughs> but, but maybe that's a question in your mind. Like, seriously, like, who am I? And maybe it's frustrating. Maybe that's why I'm picking up on that. You're frustrated that you don't know. And you feel like maybe you should. First of all, don't should yourself. We are where we are. 
It's okay. Every part of the journey is important and needed. So maybe that's where you're at. All of those will be helpful to help you. All of those reasons will be helpful listening to this playlist. Perhaps you just enjoy new music and you just like, look, I just want a playlist. I just want some good vibes. I just want a free, some free music. Whatever your reason is, it's all legitimate. It's all welcomed. You don't have to explain yourself to nobody. You don't have to answer to nobody. If you would like this playlist, please check the description box below. It's available on Apple Music and Spotify. And of course, you can always take these songs, rearrange it, send it to people you want to send it to. It's yours. It is your gift. So do with it what you will. You can keep it. You can discard it. It's all good. Now, before I go, I'm going to read a passage here from a book. Um, and I'm also going to list some videos also in the reference page. So are in the description. So be on the lookout for all of those things. And um, I want to read this passage. It's from the book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, and this is from the first chapter. The first chapter is about the first agreement. So the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. And it states, impeccability of the word will also give you immunity from anyone putting a negative spell on you. You will only receive a negative idea if your mind is fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is no longer fertile ground for words that come from black magic. Instead, it is fertile, fertile for the words that come from love. You can measure the impeccability of your word by your level of self-love. How much you love yourself and how you feel about yourself are directly proportionate to the quality and integrity of your word. When you are impeccable with your word, you feel good, you feel happy, and at peace. So I'm going to leave that with you all. And um, may you all find peace, peace of mind, peace of heart, peace in the world, peace for all. It's very troubling things that are happening, but I understand it. And so all I say is namaste. So before we close, or as we close, um, I know I've said that probably a couple times. Anywho, um, I'm going to leave a song if you want to hear it. It'll be playing here shortly. And it is an instrumental. And it is off of the Solo Dolo playlist. It will not be on the Solo Dolo playlist, however, because it is not available on Spotify or Apple Music as of yet. But it is an instrumental. If you enjoy it, of course, you may purchase it. Um, the SoundCloud link will be available for that. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please direct those to my inbox. All right, then. Hope all is well. You all stay well. Take care. Be good to yourselves. Enjoy this music. Enjoy this vibe. Know that your vibe attracts your tribe. So let's get it. All right. Be well. Stay blessed. Until next time.